Welcome to Tough Love, the Love and Relationship Podcast with me, Stephanie Regan. And me, Mairead Lockman, matchmaker, dating specialist and the founder of Love HQ. This week we'll be speaking about being single at Christmas. Did you know, Mairead, a recent study done by Bumble suggested that questions about dating make 24% of Gen Z and millennials feel unvalued and unworthy. And for others, there was 30% of respondents said that they feel more self-conscious about being single during Christmas than any other time of the year. And that's why we really want to talk about being single at Christmas, the kind of chit chat that goes on around it externally and of course, internally in one's own mind. So here we go. Fabulous. So good morning, Mairead. Good morning, Stephanie. How are you this morning? We've had a busy morning. I was on 2FM. You were on News Talk yes. already this morning and it's only half 11 on a Monday morning. Uh, exactly. And, you know, I, I just, this whole thing around Christmas, you know, I was just saying actually on the News Talk mm-hmm. piece, I was just saying how we're already getting that sense of being closed in a little bit because of the ice and the snow yes. and everything. And it made it, it made it even clearer, that whole thing around Christmas, what it's like for people, you know, when they're all tucked in together. Yeah. Everybody thinks it's so cosy, but, you know, for all those, I know today we're going to talk about singles, but, you know, there's a lot of stress in it for relationships and this, you know, I'm really encouraging singles people to think about that everybody isn't as lovey-dovey and happy out as you might think so I know let's be careful what you tell yourself so today we're going to talk about singles and what it's like for them at Christmas you mentioned this to me last week and actually it was funny my friend texted me this morning she said turn on to FM because I put a thing on Instagram this morning saying we were going to be talking about being single at Christmas what do you like what do you not like because you had suggested it and then she rang me and she was like, turn on to FM quick. So we've been already talking about that this morning, which is great. But I think it is very important. I think people romanticize what Christmas is supposed to feel like. You know, the way so many people say it doesn't feel like Christmas yet. Like, what does yeah. Christmas feel like? You know, is it yeah. because you're trying to remember back to when you were a kid and Santa was coming? What What is it that you're chasing, you know, when you're thinking about Christmas? Yeah, I I think you see there's an internal template in all of us, either one that we love or perhaps one that we hate. And uh, it's usually around our earlier Christmases. There's something there that we long to repeat. And there's some feeling there that we perhaps, as I say, shirk and run away from. And that's going on in that internal world for everybody. And you have to kind of, you know, we have to both embrace the good of it, but watch that it doesn't steer us down the wrong wrong alley, yeah. if you like. And yeah. I feel, you know, so just feeling back to, to, to the singles and there's just this, I suppose I've been single myself at different points in my life, you know, so I'm quite sensitive to how single people feel at Christmas. And I think that I think that not only this isn't just addressed to single people, but helping single people to, if you mm-hmm. like, speak in a more open way to those around them and to question the way people look at them and the way that they question their singledom as though it's yes. something to be something to be sort of fixed, something to be minded, to be sort of people to be sympathetic about. I find that really annoys me. I just feel, you know, look around you, look at look at all the people that are unhappy. Look at all the people who are in marriages they're trying to get out of at a huge rate. Look at all the people who can't get out of those situations. So, you know, embrace the opportunity. Yes, you're all the single is a good thing. It's a good thing. And all the people as well, Stephanie, that should be single for a while should take a time out. You know, they go hop from relationship to relationship, maybe with no time in between just to gather themselves and figure out consciously what they are looking for in a relationship, consciously what they're looking for in life, all areas of their life and taking a reset. So um, what are you currently seeing at the moment, you know, with people coming to you? Yeah, so. The the prompt for me and what I'm seeing is what I'm seeing in my rooms. You know, that's yeah. um, that's what really, really makes me think of this. I hear people coming up to Christmas dreading it, feeling uh, that there are these uncomfortable social situations yes. with family, mm-hmm. with people who are always about uh, at Christmas mm-hmm. time. This is like people emerge from the woodwork yeah. and um, and they're asking the same questions. How's a gorgeous girl like you not settled down? Um, are you too picky? We know all the, you know, all the classic ones. And um, and I think it's the thing about that is it's I know that people in a good way want want 
single people to be happy and their version of happy is together and all of that and loved up and having having children and all of that but it's not everybody's version of happy no and so it's very presumptuous and and what i hear are people dreading it for those kind of reasons dreading it also because there's an implication in all of that that there is an unworthiness that you're less than you're not as yes. your time or, isn't as as big as and yes. as as in demand as someone else. So so there's a lot going on for single people. They're withdrawing from family things, making excuses, saying I'm busy when I'm not busy because they don't want to be there. They don't want to be the one that's pitied and looked down on. And or I'm the sorry, only that single is what person. Happens. Or the only yes. single person. I hear that a lot. Like um, all of my friends are going out as couples. Yes. And so in some cases, I'm hearing that they are invited and they don't want to be like the fifth wheel, the seventh wheel, the ninth mm. wheel, whatever it is, depending on how many couples are there. Or they're not invited because it's a couple's night out. Yeah, which and I think it's is bad. I well, really well, think it's, rude. it's bad. Well, it is it's rude. rude. Yeah, yeah I, I think, again, we were over over coffee at one point and I was saying to you, you know, I always remember I was separated when I was around 30, I suppose it was 33 till I was about 36. Yeah. And I remember that whole scenario of, you know, people not inviting you. Saturday yeah. nights would come and go and Saturday was always a couple night. And, yeah. you know, I had a young child at the time and all of that. And I had this gorgeous friend who was married, mm-hmm. who used to invite me for dinner, not every Saturday night, but maybe once a month and he would send a taxi for me and send me back in a taxi. And I know that was lavish, but how lovely. And I would be included in a lovely night. Wouldn't be trying to stitch me up with somebody or anything else. Um, Just just enjoyed my company. And I thought, and -hmm. you know, I learned something there. Try and include people, you know, at the time when they really, that's when people really need invites. Yes. Not when they're loved up, when they're loved up, that's okay. They can. They don't need your, your your Saturday night invite. So no, I think this is for everybody to think about it a little differently. Yeah, I think so. I think as well, it's all to do with if you are single, your mindset. So if somebody does invite you somewhere, don't be yeah. thinking, oh, I don't want to be the fifth wheel. I don't want to be the seventh wheel or whatever it is. Like get yes. on with it and go out. Because if you keep saying that to people, they're going to stop inviting you. So don't be the mm. person that says, you know, I don't want to be that you know just kind of think to yourself okay Christmas is coming up you can either have a really great Christmas or you can exclude yourself to a certain extent um now I know it's not always you know a case of your choice is what I would say but if you can you know get the few fancy dresses and and get out and you know if somebody says do you fancy going here say yes change the answer to yes and go with with the with the proper let's go do this and what and I know what you are saying there is, and I think that's really solid advice. Mm-hmm. Dolly up, get in the zone, yeah, and enjoy the company of others at this time yes. because that's what's really important. And but sometimes people struggle with that. They struggle with being able to find that little bit of confidence, find that little bit of ziz because to be, and it's absolutely the advice I would be moving towards. But sometimes that. people find that if there's a lot of happiness outside. Mm-hmm. your inside can feel even more alone. Yes. And that's not just Christmas, but Christmas intensifies that. Yes. But I would say, what I would say about that mindset, if I can, is that if you keep telling yourself the same thing, mm-hmm. you are reinforcing that sad feeling. Yes. Every single time you remember the sad thing. So what you have to say to yourself is, there is opportunity in this. And every time you say that, you begin to search for opportunity mm-hmm. because our mind is like Google. We search on a similar track. And yes. that's why I, it, watching your internal narrative around Christmas is really important. Maybe this isn't going to be your perfect Christmas. Maybe this isn't the image of exactly what you hoped and wanted mm-hmm. where you'd be exactly at 35, 36. But you know what? We're all on a journey. Yes. And a, a very wise person said to me once, you know, you may think you're going slow, but, you know, others are going fast, but you can meet them all on the way back. Yes. So don't don't worry about that, because look at the divorce rates. Look mm-hmm. how many people are separating. Look how yes. many people. So, you know, steady, steady, I would say, enjoy this 
Christmas, take from it what you want, make it the way you want it. Mm -hmm. And as you say, dolly up and accept those invitations as opportunities. Do you think there's a place for you to be a little bit lonely for yourself? Okay, or a little bit sad for yourself that it's not the Christmas that you had wished it would be. Um, but also, you know, putting on the face and going out and everything. I'm not saying, you know, that you have to always be front facing and smiling and everything like that. But like, obviously, people come to you to talk to you in private. Okay, so they're talking to you. You know, they might have this big, cheery, you know, face on. They might have like the Christmas jumper and the dangly earrings going out Mm. to all the events. But I understand. I get it. Like it is a lonely time of year. Um, loneliness is a horrible feeling. Um, for a lot of people, they may not see, you know, colleagues or anything like that. Well, I'm sure they're happy not to see colleagues for the two weeks, preferably, mm-hmm. um, over the Christmas period. But it is a kind of a considered a family time of year. I've noticed sometimes down over the years that it's actually the people that you want to spend the time with you don't potentially get to spend time with because they're busy doing stuff with their families. You're off doing things like there's a lot of people in new relationships that won't get to see their person that that they're dating for a full week over Christmas when actually all they want to do is head off with them, you know? Um, So do you think there is a place for that little bit of sadness for yourself as well as being able to embrace the the kind of Christmas spirit side. Yeah, I think what you're saying there is, and I completely agree with you, these things are not mutually exclusive. You can, they both can exist at the same time in you. You can feel a little sad that you don't have everything the way you hoped or wanted, but it doesn't mean that you have to wrap yourself in that sadness. You can emotionally, you can also take that step out and, and say, well, there are opportunities between now, we're two weeks almost, almost yes. two weeks to Christmas, yes. it's 12 days. And so there's 12 more days of joy before family do withdraw. And there is a withdrawal. And people mm-hmm. will tell you, even within families who are very close with siblings and otherwise, they will still find that all those who are married, there's a bit of a withdrawal. People kind of cocoon with mm-hmm. each other. And so you need to plan for those tricky days. I yes. mean, I always encourage people to really plan. So, Mairead, like that's kind of what I'm picking up. I just wonder for you, what are you picking up in the dating world and in the matchmaking world at the moment for single people? And I Christmas? find that kind of September, October is extremely busy for me because people can kind of see into the future of this is what Christmas is going to be, you know. So it gets very busy around that time of year. But I'm actually, it slows down, Stephanie. Um, The beginning of, of December, it nearly is like a guillotine of, I don't want to go on a date now this side of Christmas because it brings in all the questions of, you know, do do you buy them a present? Do you not buy them a present? People have started to make plans for Christmas. They know they're going home, so they might not see them for a week or two because at that stage, it would be such a new relationship. Yeah. Um, but I think over Christmas, I think a lot of single people really enjoy it. However, I do think that when it comes kind of between Christmas and New Year, a lot of people are seeing their friends getting engaged. They're seeing their friends, you know, that they haven't seen, maybe a pregnancy announcements, wedding invitations and stuff like that coming in. coming in. So January for me is honestly like the busiest time of year. It's probably four times busier than any other month in the year, January and February. So um, coming into February and Valentine's Day, of course, because as soon as the Christmas decorations go up, all the red hearts go up. But, yeah. you know, I also am seeing Yes, there is a bit of loneliness, but I think the type of person that comes to me tends to, would they rather be single than be with the wrong person? Now, it doesn't mean that yeah. they wouldn't like to meet somebody. Possibly because they're slightly more mature as slightly well. Slightly more mature. You know, we're not yeah. talking the people who are out on the town 20, yes. 25. No, we're talking about generally people maybe in their 30s, 40s, 50s, you know, yes. or they've had a relationship And they have been in a relationship for Christmas and had such a disastrous Christmas that they would rather be single than with the wrong person. So I've heard all sorts of Christmas stories of um, things that have happened with exes and families and in-laws and all that sort of thing that they'd actually rather be single than with the wrong person. Well, I think that's also, you know, you're you're kind of saying there, of course, it's this lovely opportunity and there's romanticism around Christmas and that's all lovely. And it can be the right time. You know, you may be. 
can be fortunate, but you're probably as likely to be fortunate at, at any other time of the year. But yeah. it is a very romantic time if you meet at, at Christmas. But it's also imperative not to rush, not to bring anybody home or not bring anybody into your friendships, even, you know, too early until you're comfortable. Yeah. But I would not, if I were advising people, I would say, don't shut off in any way at Christmas. Just don't run too fast, but don't yeah. don't shut off because, because I actually think Christmas does focus people's minds a little bit on relationships um a bit like a bit like lockdown dare we mention the awful word yeah like word. lockdown it it sort of made people realize there's something so something i like about being in a yeah. this is why we want to be in a relationship so so maybe there's something there i don't know if you would concur with that or think that's i like i think that definitely it turns it to home that's why i'm so busy in september october because the evenings start getting darker the evenings start getting colder a lot of sports finish a lot of you know outdoor activities like even if people that are working outdoors tend to come more indoors for the winter so there is this kind of focus on home on family on coziness and hugs those sort of kind of feeling is what people are kind of searching for it's called coughing season for a reason yes i would like to yeah, if you would like relationships. To, that's that's what it. Mean. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it does make people think now, look, summer has its own things. They've got like weddings. They want to have someone to go on holidays, which is all different kind of reasoning. But yeah. whatever reason it is, you know, it can be a lonely time of year for singles uh, at Christmas. And um, when I'm saying that, like, we, we kind of underestimate how hard it is to be single sometimes in Ireland. You know, you'll have your kind of, you're going out, you're putting yourself out there, even though I hate that phrase, but like you're putting yourself outside of your comfort zone. Okay. Some people are very tired of doing the talking phase 10 times over. They um, go out on their dates, you know, maybe with people that sounded great when they were talking to them, maybe online or they met them out. And the person is just not who they were hoping them to be. You know, people are not their best selves. The older we get. Disappointment again and again. again I think the older we get, the harder it is to date because very often you're coming with that list of things you don't want instead of do want. And it can be difficult if you're in a new relationship coming up to Christmas because you have that also added situation where you're probably going to be introducing that person to friends and family because you're spending a lot more time like you might not have seen friends or family from one end of the year to the next and all of a sudden you're bringing this new partner down home you're in a situation where you know will they like them will they not how is he or she going to act you know are they going to be a bit of a diva are they going to like talk one thing that a lot of people ask me for matchmaking is they say you know, I want someone that I don't have to mind if I bring them to a wedding, that I don't have to mind if I bring them to, you know, so they're, and maybe if they're a quieter type of personality, which is completely okay. You don't yeah. have to have any particular type of personality, um, you know, but people are nervous because they genuinely would like the people that they love and their friends from years, to like they would them. like them to like the person that they they are starting to love or are in love with. But in reality, I would say to you, so we're thinking of what, what is challenging for them. So if, you, if you're in a new, well, a newish relationship and you haven't introduced, you know, if you're going to introduce at Christmas, I think you need to keep it short. Yes. Um, I also think don't bring them to the party where there's 35 people that know you all your life. All you your know, life. And all bite size, a coffee mm-hmm. here pop yeah. in for a drink or something Christmas like that drink. and you don't yes. don't make it be a you know a dinner party with five of your friends from years and years bar they've kind of met another couple before and he got on really well with the guy or she got on really well yes. with the girl don't do it unless they have now, like in fairness I as a person I would have no problem going into that situation if there was 10 other couples that I'd never met you'd have no problem but no. that doesn't suit everybody you know exactly so you do it at your pace and yes. But I think I think the point that, that we're kind of touching on is the not rushing forward to try and, you know, make it this somehow complete picture, you know, of, yeah. you know, couple jam at Christmas. You know, it's it just doesn't work. It certainly doesn't work if you force it. So mm-hmm. I, I would just say protect your relationship. That's, a, you know, protect it a little bit. It's in its infancy. It's only wobbling it forward. You're only getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. Don't let and also don't let the opinions of others, you know, sort of knock it it can do that too early 
Yes. More, not just knock it, but it can confuse your perception of how this is going. So careful about that, I think, as well. Yeah, how- I don't think you should be introducing people to others unless you're in an exclusive relationship with them and you're well, feel comfortable and well established. Like if you're not even going out with each other, don't be going, bringing them to these big events and everything like that. Mm-hmm. You'd be much better off to go on your own. Because the other, I suppose the flip side of that as well, Mairead, is that family, family really don't want to be meeting strangers at Christmas over those three or four days. They're trying really to, they're doing a lot of, a lot of work is going in to keep it really kind of lovely and for family. And so if you're bringing somebody in, it's got to be worth it. It's got to be, and you are asking others to give something as well. So just to be a little mindful of that, I think. Yeah, I think that this person must be worth it and they must deserve it, you know, to be brought into your family is kind of a big thing. Yeah. If you are going to a family occasion with people, bring something, bring wine, bring biscuits, bring mince pies, whatever it is. If you are Mm. being invited, you know, there is normal etiquette there as well. That if you are being invited, um, even if it's if the person that you're with is bringing something, I think you should bring something as well. Because you're the newbie. Yeah, I think it's no exactly. harm. I think it's a nice touch. A little, yeah, a a little nice gesture, touch. not over the top. Yes. Um, not, not a handmade sort of gingerbread house or anything, you know. No, no. <laughs> something, quite, uh, yeah. so, something quite simple and generic. That's it. Um, I, something else that I hear a lot of, um, apart from the questions, the probing, the, 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 the questions that make people uncomfortable, there's also that sort of toxic family situation where m- yeah. maybe it's probably worth really mentioning because it's a lot more present than people yes. realise. A lot of, uh, I would meet, I would meet quite a number of single people who are single and who have difficulties in their family and who do not go home for Christmas. So not only are they on their own in love uh, or not having love, if you like, but also they do not have a connection with their family. And and I'm not saying those two things are linked because yeah. I don't think necessarily so. No, they're at not, all. no. But, um, but it's just that I've seen it compounded. So you have maybe the person who hasn't found the relationship that they really want, yes. but also they don't have a family they can go back to and sort of cocoon in there in some way. So they don't have that. In fact, they're avoiding, and again, mentioning the awful lockdown word, but there was a lot of good excuses could be made in COVID and yeah. people could say, listen, you know, well, I'm not going because I'm worried about her or I'm worried about him or whatever. And, yeah, and I've been and at my Christmas all party gone. and everything. Yes. Yeah, that's large. So what what should they do? Me. You know, if they don't, is it like you're just saying that they don't want to go and see their family at Christmas? They actually, yeah. they're trying to cut themselves off for them, from them or, or maybe just distance them. Yeah. Yes. They've chosen to distance themselves because of maybe a toxic mother or, a, you know, a toxic yeah. dad or um, or sisters or brothers where, where where somebody is just, you know, they don't respect them in any way. They don't respect their boundaries. They make it they make it they, they really, you know, yeah. all revert to early, very negative patterns. And uh, and I encourage people to stay away in those situations, you yeah. know, stay away and maybe, you know, make your gesture, as you say, bring the little gift. Do that, but do not get involved in the festivities. If you can't cope, you can't cope. Yes. It's okay. Your job is to mind yourself. Now, I know that's a little bit heavier and deeper, but there, that is no, more I think important so. than you realize for single people. But I think, Stephanie, there's a great freedom in what you've just said, okay? Because like if you are going home or if you are going to visit family and they, they don't make you feel good or they don't, you know, there's something always you come away feeling bad or negative or sad or upset, whatever it is. Yes. Why would you put yourself into that situation just because your family mm-hmm. is, you know, not how everybody expects them to be? Um, I think you have a choice. And I actually I mentioned that on 2FM this morning. If there are family occasions you don't want to go to or there's people that, you they know, do insist on asking you are you still single or silly things stupid things like this you know that you actually do have a choice and Mm. you have to remember Christmas is just a day really a day or two that things are shut down but it's a very nice time if you want to do something but I would say if you are choosing to do something on your own or not to go home or not to do something Plan something fun for yourself. You know, whether it's a case of, do you know what? I'm going to actually watch Love Actually and Home Alone afterwards. And I'm going to buy myself my favorite cake to do it with a cup of tea or, you know, whatever sort of yeah. tipple you want. You know, do make it special for yourself at the same time so that you don't regret it. You know, yeah. romanticize it a little bit yourself or make it special for yourself. And as you say, it's not 
you know, in Ireland, it is quite a prolonged time, I think, unlike, yeah. say, in the States or whatever. But but the shops are open from Students' Day. Yes, they are. You know, the shops are open. Yes. So it really is Christmas Eve and Christmas Day in that yeah. sense. And if you're alone and you don't want to be with family and you don't want to be with others, that's OK. Yeah. You know, but use the time. Maybe maybe just it is your your bed day. Maybe it is. But look at it. It's how you look at it and how you say yes. it to yourself. Are you choosing it or are you are you going into the this is being foisted upon me? So yeah. it's it's about um, taking seeing it as a choice and finding the yes. opportunity in it for yourself. So yes. do you do you take that opportunity to catch up just to lol, lol with all the Christmas mm -hmm. goodies and things? fine to call your you know friends who are away people mm -hmm. love phone calls at on christmas day and remember yeah. lots and lots mm -hmm. of people like i know in my own family i'm very unusual i have an army of people because i'm one of 13 and i've uh, an absolutely gorgeous bunch of nieces and nephews 40 of them they're all married so i'm like having people is just <laughs> not an issue and it was yeah. always a bit of a surprise to me when i met people who had, you know, who were single children or whatever, and just how small that unit can be. So so we can be caught in what we think is normal in our own world. Yes. And not everybody has loads of people. And um, and don't assume you're the only one who is doing this. But also you're lucky that even though you have a big family, but they're all so you get on well with them. Like it must be difficult if you have a big family and you have more people to avoid, you know, so it's not yes. necessarily. There you is can no avoid right them in the big family, Mairead. No problem That's, it. That's the point. <laughs> That's it. All right, you can. OK, very good. <laughs> yeah. I'm on the mid. I'm in the in-between size family. Yes. So <laughs> we yes. uh, were all bells and whistles for Christmas. But, you no. know, it is very difficult time of year. There's great things you can do. Actually, I was looking up some fun things to do anyway. There's lots of Christmas markets on at the moment, which are fantastic. So why not practice the weekends coming up? You know, we've one weekend left, but... Um, the Stella Cinema are doing, you know, fabulous. Like they're doing things. Love Actually. They're doing like all these Christmas movies. Like, you know, make a day of it yourself and go off and do something fun. Go for a nice food, you yes. know, get yourself a nice cocktail, go to the movie. Like all of those lovely things. There's so like, and think about the other side of it, okay? You could be doing something that you really want to do. You choose and you make it special for yourself. Or this weekend coming you could be going to your in-laws Christmas party or Christmas occasion with their 500 aunties and kids and they probably I I have any recollection of previous uh, in-law celebrations that I've had myself they get the time wrong or they go to the wrong place or you know when it's a guy, guy organising yeah. it sometimes yeah. now I'm not I'm not discriminating but you know, know I've been in those situations so you know what sometimes you have to remember being single is 100 times better than being with the wrong person and especially at Christmas. Yes. And the other point is, I always say there is a right time in your life to be single. Yeah. And that it's, I mean, it's a little, it's like many things. If you don't know the alternative, you know, I see people who have jostled from a bad relationship to yeah. bad relationship, you know, big startup, big together and a big breakup, you know, and yeah. And they're, they're none the wiser at the end of it. So take this opportunity. You know, there's a time to be single and it can be a very productive and good time in your life. And remember, I was looking at a lot of a number of very um, successful women and they had been asked about singledom and, and all yeah. of that. And one of the girls said, she said, you know, the more successful you are, she said, the less sad it seems to be single. Yes. And I thought it was kind of just an interesting sort of turn on it that, you know, being single was about not having everything. It was because that's the way culturally yeah. it has been set to marry. There was, you know, all the, the the sort of the money, all the money issues and all that and all the power in, in the male world. But that is just not how it is now. Yeah. We have our own power. We make our own journey. We make our own careers. We make our own way. And so the reason that we're wanting men and wanting partners mm -hmm. is different. Yes. And you know, when we ask ourselves that and the more successful you are in your own life with the more choice you have, the more money you have, the more um, influence you have over the direction of your life. The less well, I think that be single. It's about being at yeah. this, you're at the single point of your life. There will be and there may be a couple points and then there may be other single points again. That's the way I see it. It's a kind of a wave. You know, we're not we're not together 50 years anymore. That's not yeah. how it works. But what you're saying there is, you know, the more successful you are, the less. Um, sad you are about being single and I understand that because in order to sometimes be successful in whatever way you want to to I suppose define that 
it does take a lot of time. So your time is so precious then, your spare time. And the last thing you want to do is spend that with either one, someone that doesn't, you know, appreciate it, someone that isn't going to want to do the same things as you. So like, there's no point in being with someone that you're not lifestyle compatible with, you know. Um, And so I can see you've such short time. Like I see some weeks there that I'd be going to meet clients in Cork, Limerick, um, you know, even Kilkenny all in the same week. Then I'd be up, um, you know, Galway, Dublin the following week and everything. And it's just go, go, go. And your time is so short and so precious that actually, you know, um, you just have to get your stuff done. So one, you don't have to. You, I'm, you know, you wouldn't have to be explaining yourself to somebody. You wouldn't need to be trying to fit someone in. And so there is a certain element of that freedom. Now, look, it's not ideal long term if you would like to have a partner, but absolutely, I think you you should embrace it and enjoy it. Well, let's be let's be honest. Some of the most successful women in the world have been single. Yeah, and it's because they're not attending to all the other tasks and jobs. There is so, only so much of us to go about. Definitely, you should and see some of the people that come to me. They are absolutely amazing. Yeah, and like, so realistically, they have got their, it going on. Now, yeah. we're not saying that that's a measurement of, uh, you know, uh, everybody is welcome, you know. But what I'm saying is some people are just absolutely, they're running their life at such a high level. Um, but they would like to find love, but they're not going to just settle for the same, for the wrong person. Yes. And, and, and I think they're not going to settle for the wrong person, nor should they, but it's, it's about, it's about this sort of shift, this sort of whole societal shift that we're having, which is that what we want out of relationships is different. We're not just looking for security, you know, all these things that we're kind of, we've touched on them in the podcast, but I saw a lovely thing, um, the other day and it it really struck me about this, you know, I think that there's a great opportunity for singles, you know, and I always think, don't forget that you're on the you you're on the edge of not knowing, uh, you know. And um, I I used to love um, uh, Bette Davis. Do you remember she's this crazy yeah. mad um, uh, actress, but super bright in her years. And uh, and she said, you know, life is about the past, the present, and the perhaps. Yeah. And I thought I love that because I think that's what singles need to focus on. That that you're at the edge of all possibilities. Not well. Yeah, it's another way to look at it. It's how you look at it. My favorite saying is when nothing is certain, everything is possible. And it's true. You know, it's just so much possibility. Like, take this time. So, I actually, anytime I'm single, regardless of whether I'm single or not, in between Christmas and New Year's, I always take that time to consciously decide what do I want from the year ahead without writing silly New Year's resolutions, you know, but more like, what do I want it to look like? It's the only time of the year that my phone is completely off. Okay. Even when I'm on holidays sitting on the beach, I'm like, oh, I wonder, you know, if I check my I'm emails checking. or whatever, you know, yeah. I am constantly checking. It's the only week that I take completely off. And I think it's a great time, regardless of whether you're single or in a relationship or married or whatever it is, but actually thinking, you know, am I happy? Am I happy with everything at the moment? Looking at it, I do a thing in my masterclass. It's um, uh, it's called the Wheel of Life. And essentially it's a circle. You cut it into maybe 10 different pieces and then actually write on it the most important areas of your life. So something like um, your house. Are you happy with yep. the home you're in? Next, your job. Are you happy in the job you're in? Um, your relationships, your family, your friends, your health. Um, whatever it is, your business, whatever it is that's important to you. Okay. And then looking at it and saying like, am I genuinely happy in that? And so during that time, and if you are single during that time, fantastic, because give yourself a little bit of time to think, okay, where do I want to be? And once you know where you want to be, at least you can kind of figure out how to get there. You don't really need to know how you're going to get there. You just need to figure out where would I like to be? Where would I like to be? And so it might be a case of cutting out some maybe toxic family members. You know, if you're saying that, it might be a case of cutting out some toxic friends or people that are in your life. You know, if you are in a relationship, I remember being in a relationship and um, that my ex had a particularly toxic family member. So I meant that I had to spend time with this person that I would never be friends with. You know, I just they were not a nice person and they were just they really brought down everybody with them. The great thing about being single is you don't have to spend those time. You can, you know, change it up a bit, but also thinking would you like to change your job? Would you like to change where you live? Anything like that. And once you start to align a little bit more to what your reality and what you would like, I think everything else tends to fit in. I get a lot of people as well this time of year or throughout the year 
where they may be looking after a parent or they may be looking after somebody within their family or one of their friends. Um, and that might be what's holding them back. Um, they might have seven or eight other siblings, but they're the person that looks after a family member. Mm. So perhaps now would be a good time to say, okay, we're well, going forward. I'm going to spend a little bit more time. If you would like to meet someone on my dating, try and get out of your comfort zone, those sorts of things. So use that time to kind of get back in touch with yourself. What are you enjoying about your life? What would you like to change? And what are your goals and dreams? Yeah. And really what you're saying there is use the time productively and reflect. I mean, yeah. we would say that always reflect and do, do it actively. Write yeah. things down, see where you've got to in the year, see where you want to be and the direction that you want to, be, to go. And what you're touching on there as well is taking control and influencing your life. Yeah. And this is, it's kind of key to, it's key to mental health. It's key to, um, I think, happiness in life and well-being. Yeah. And it is about taking charge and influencing the outcomes of your day and it comes of your life. And that comes with every day. Yes. You know, it's it's life is broken up into small pieces. And what you're saying is reflect and look at all those aspects of your life and see what you want to change and what you're not happy with. And remember, it's not up to other people to fix you. It is up to you to fix you. Well, nobody's coming, as they say. You know, yeah, it's up to you. No, yes. And I don't mean that harshly. You know, I just mean the responsibility is yours. Yes. Others can help, but you know, they can help an awful lot more if you're helping yourself. Yes. What can be terribly difficult is when you see people in a, a spiral of discontent where they continually tell everybody how unhappy they are, but really they don't want answers. They just want to download. And that's very difficult. And you can meet a little bit of that at Christmas too. Yes. And the single person, you touched on it there in a kind of a sideways way. And it, it struck me, the single person is often foisted upon, you know, a lot of a lot of tasks are, are thrown at them because mm -hmm. they're seeing that their time is more available and maybe they have a little more time, but that's not the point. It's their time yes. and it's their time to give. And other people can very, uh, very easily devalue it and and say, oh, you know, such a one is, you know, she she's single, she'll be free. You know, I'd say she'll be free for that. And it's kind of you you can hear it that that and they're used. We know in family that, yes. you know, if somebody is to be minded, this it does fall to to some people more than others. Yes. And so if you're that person who takes on too much, well, you need to learn to push back. And if you're the one in families who is inclined to devalue the time and your thoughts around single people, I think it's time to rethink that. And for the single person themselves, they've got to check their own narrative. Is this something that has happened to you or are you doing enough to change the outcome of your life? Do you think, remember you were saying at the very beginning there that people are coming to you and they're not looking forward to maybe going home for Christmas. They're not looking forward to the Christmas season for a number of different reasons. Do you think partly it is because their time is not their own when they go home? They're maybe not appreciated as the fabulous single person they are. Um, maybe their family and friends are now married, potentially have kids. So they kind of take a little bit more precedence and therefore they're being asked to kind of fit in around other people's naps, you know, kids well, napping yes. and, yes. and those sort of things. Do you think that they're they're just not being heard? Well, I think there's two things. You're right that they're they're they are losing all the parameters of their own life to some degree if they come home and live in and all of that, you know, with parents, which is what often happens at Christmas, but just for a night or two. And I think if it's if it's if it's not gorgeous for you, well then limit it. Definitely yeah. really limit it. I think though what you're touching on is is it that people are feeling like they've no control of their time? So it's mm -hmm. sort of prolonged and you know goes on seems feels like it goes on forever. But also there's a lack of their own supports because they usually would maybe go to the gym, be going to work, meeting people. And that can distract one as well from yeah. this desire and maybe this genuine lonely feeling that is there that they might like love. Some people do want it and they are course, sad yeah. that it hasn't happened for them. And that is fine. But um, but I would be saying, you know, that that is fine. That is that is what's going on for you. Mm -hmm. But what are you going to do about it? 
And how can you change this rather than this sense of it has happened to me? I'm not really big on that. It has happened to me. We, as they say, we we kind of make our luck. And um, the more, you know, that, you know, that, that expression, you know, the more ready, the harder you work, the more ready you are when opportunity comes your way. Yes. And I think it's very like that. I know we've talked a lot about that in relationships, that it's about, it's about being you know, loving yourself first and being your best, being mm-hmm. yourself, being happy with you, happy with your life, your direction, what you do. And in those small portions of life, that's what makes a happy life. And then, you know, when you come to meet somebody, you have all this to bring to the table. And I think the the possibility of meeting somebody because you just want to and you enjoy them is yeah. much higher than when you need them, want them and feel life is being tough on you. I think um, for a lot of people that might be listening to this, they would like to meet somebody, but I would ask them and, you know, they might be lonely at Christmas. Okay. And it's, it's certainly not anybody's fault, but I would ask them is how many dates you have been on this year. And, you know, if if we were were single last year and you're still single this year, what are you actively going to do about next year? And I'm not asking that in a harsh way. Okay. I'm asking it in a just ask yourself the question gently, okay? And possibly even going to yourself, Stephanie, or someone like you, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important. Very often people come to me and they're single and I understand things may have happened right throughout their years or perhaps they just don't feel like they have the confidence or whatever it is. You know, being single to an extent, it might be an uncomfortable comfort zone, Yes. But it is a comfort zone. And so what I would say to them as a professional matchmaker is kind of use the time as well during Christmas and be gentle on yourself. What are you going to do this year to find love? Yes. Okay. You can be gentle about it in in a case that, um, you know, you could be going on at least one date a month is what I tend to say. But if that even seems quite daunting, you know, a lot of people say, well, I'd never do online dating. Well, guess what? Online dating is really... The, the place to start. If that's the case, you and you definitely don't want to do online dating, perhaps even looking at when you're out and about, are you going to ask someone for their number? Because if you're just hiding behind all of these things, nothing's going to happen. So you need to choose a path at least. Okay. Yes. How are you going to find somebody? Okay. Next, you know, going to places, more places that you're going to meet new people, starting new, new fun things. You play tennis, I play golf. Uh, you know, I've quite a social, a good social life. You have a great social life, Stephanie. You know, the amount of times you meet new people, it's generally when you're having fun. That's why I have no voice today because I was having fun yes. at the weekend. I yes. know it's easier said than done, but maybe turning up the volume a little bit on the amount of fun you're having. If You can start slow and gradually, you know, build it up. But if you do meet somebody out over the Christmas, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to let the opportunity slide? Are you going to try and find them on Facebook? Are you going to request them as a, or follow them on LinkedIn or on Instagram or whatever it is? What is the plan? Yes. And having thought about it in advance, it might help. Also, the chances are at some stage over the Christmas, somebody going to ask you, are you single or are you still single or whatever it is? What is going to be your response to that? And, you know, it's none of anybody's business. So you don't have to explain it to them. Just saying like my status isn't anybody's business. You could actually say it like that. But see, it's not socially acceptable to say that. So even saying, you know, something like, yes, I am. And I'm loving it. Like I bought myself a Christmas present this year. I've been on loads of dates during the year. And you know what? I'm not going to settle down until I meet somebody fabulous. Whatever it is. Prep that line. Prep it. Prep it. And if that's, or even if it's a case of not answering the question, if somebody asks you that question, perhaps just walking away from them. Just be like, wow. And just walk away. Well, I, I really think that people should prepare an answer. Yes. I'm hugely of that view that, you know, and maybe it is a smart answer and maybe it is a little bit of a pushback. You depends know? who it is. Yeah. Yes, if it your grandmother, she's probably being kind. Yeah, and you know. don't want conflicts. I know. No. But nevertheless, you have to find a way that you are comfortable with. You know, yes. I haven't met a man that is good enough for me yet. Yes. Or I haven't met a man that I felt I could marry yet. You yes. know, it's not um, it's not about unlucky me. It's about you on your choice, you on your journey. Yes. You on your, or do you know what? I love being single. I don't, exactly. you know, like, because you don't, that's not even giving the man thing. But like, yes. why, why do I need to? It's right for me at the moment. Yes. 
And yeah. what you said there, I want to come back to, if I may, which I, I, I know we I, you go forward and I keep pulling you back. Yes. But uh, it's just you were saying about how some people will say, well, I'm single and I'm happy with it, but they're not. And, uh, you know, they so they can be hiding within that singledom, which is yes. what you, you were saying there. And that's OK, too. That maybe is where you are at the moment. And I thought yes. what you said was really good. Try and well, let's but look at that. Look at it straight. Maybe next mm-hmm. year you're not going to do that. Maybe you, maybe you do need to turn up, as you say, the volume on on the opportunities yes. and increase that opportunity. But I just wanted to say one one thing like you and I have been just working in what, together in the last couple of months, months and we've had a lot of fun. Yes, I've had a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed it. And I just wanted to say this. I've seen quite a lot of people who have come to me for what I now call relationship advice. And yes. so it's not so much therapy, but of course it is therapy insofar as I'm listening with the therapist's ear. Yeah. But I am definitely giving kind of relationship advice, helping people to see where their patterns are, why they might be stuck, what might have what might be stopping them from feeling lighthearted in relationships, why love is it feels like a risky business, yeah. why it's hard to trust. And I cannot tell you how much I have enjoyed it. I think it's just, you know, we all talk about shifting our own lives a little bit, but I have really liked that. And it's like it's a bit like I've been saying to people, it's like working in midwifery. You're you're working at the beginning of something lovely. And uh, so, you know, from me to you, sort of, Mairead, I really enjoyed doing this with you. I know Um, it has been so much love thing and helping people find it on their journey and clear out some of the stuff that Mm -hmm. is blocking them and unblock that a little. Just pure joy and probably what a lot of people don't know is I've sent a lot of clients to you and you've sent a lot of clients to me so we're kind of part of people's journeys you know and you're helping them clear whatever clutter is there within themselves to to be able to find love and to be able you know being open to love or even gaining their own confidence back and their own sexiness you know all of those things and I think it's really important and thank you Stephanie because I really enjoy doing it with you as well but not but, but, but um, I find that, you know, a lot of people need the little bit of help. They need the little bit of support. Um, it, the older you get, the harder it is to discuss these things with your friends. If you've got friends that are married five, 10, 20 years, if they have kids, like, you know, when they're up to their elbows in nappies and everything, they don't have time to be thinking about your single life and Tinder. They don't understand what Tinder is. They don't understand what online dating is. They don't understand how it feels when you've been talking to someone and maybe gone on three dates with them and they've disappeared off the face of the earth and you thought you got on well with them. And there is that feeling in your heart, I, I that yeah. feeling when you look at your phone and realise that you're blocked or whatever it is. It, there's a, an absolute it's a road out there. It's an immense loneliness, emptiness, mm. vulnerable feeling within yourself. Um, and, and you may have made give your very best effort. And so it can be extremely difficult. And that's why I think it is important to have someone like yourself as well as part of the journey, because um, being single is hugely lonely just on a day to day life, let alone sometimes while you're actually dating, while you're thinking you're getting on great with somebody and for whatever reason, and it generally is like I'm talk to everybody after their dates and um, very often, yes, great. They're meeting up again and everything, but sometimes it can be a couple of weeks or a couple of months in. And when I genuinely ask them, why do you no longer want to see that person? Very often, it's not really about the person. It's something to do with themselves. So but, but as that person that's just been broken up with, or that is, you know, after being blocked, It's a very lonely feeling. So in this reflecting time, um, first of all, single does not mean you're lonely, but sometimes it does mean you're lonely. Um, And and let's parallel that with lots of married people are lonely too within their marriages. So keep it in perspective. That's what I'm saying. Use your time well at Christmas. If something needs changing, change it. Don't expect to get don't expect it just to happen. Things happen when you make them happen and get your own life where you want your life and lots of lots of good things. Your energy that begins to flow in the right direction. I know people sometimes feel that's a little bit airy fairy, but you know how you feel, you know, when you've, um, as they say, cleaned your whole house, that feeling that you have more energy for other things. Well, it's a little bit like that when you tidy up your internal self and check those messages that might be holding you back. Yes. 
that's what it feels like. It feels like you've got that energy to go for the walk. You've got that energy to sit in the pub and meet somebody fresh and maybe not talk about the past, but talk about the future. As I say, it's the past, the present and the perhaps. Don't forget that. Absolutely. Stephanie, I asked people on my Instagram this morning, what was the best and the worst part about being single on Christmas? And I'm surprised by the amount of responses. Some of them would be lonely, no one to share special Christmassy things with. The loneliness, not just a Christmas, such a horrible feeling. Not ha- Then we have the positives, can go home to the parents and family without feeling guilty about leaving a, f- a partner. Not being split between houses, two families as you were single. It gives you quality time with people you genuinely want to spend it with. Um, someone else said here, younger cousins getting engaged and someone saying, wouldn't you like that someday? Um, the questions from extended family, any man on the scene and the look of disappointment. Oh, God. Um yeah. Someone else said buying your own perfume. That's obviously a plus. Worst, being excluded from group group activities because you're not in a couple. Someone else said, feel like I'm intruding on others' family time if I try to plan things to not be alone. Um, same person then said all the questions, any plans, um, who to... Boyfriends ringing them to ask them what to buy their friends for Christmas when they're single themselves. Going away, etc. Yeah, feeling lonely because you simply have no plans. And some nights, literally everybody has plans. Mm. Like there's a lot. I think we've covered a lot of this, you know, Um, it's... Which is quite nice, actually, if I may say, Maraid, that it's quite on track. And interestingly, I did the same thing. So you're, you, what, what yes. those answers tell me is that the things we have covered are important to people. And uh, now, interestingly, in mine, yes, got a lot of yes, it is a lonely time. And then um, one or two who said, no, I love it, meeting so many people as more people are out and about, which I yes. thought, see, seeing the positive there. And also, um, yes, lonely, but I try to enjoy my time alone and make the effort to meet people that I really like and love. So people focusing on who is important in their life and reaching out to them to meet up over the Christmas period. So I think that is really important. But interestingly, in yours, what I hear is I hear the questions, the questions, the questions. Stop asking single people if there's somebody on the scene. If there is, you know what? They'll bring them next year. Yes, exactly. They'll be there. Um, I think, you know, if anybody is single and I kind of thinking to themselves, OK, 2023 would be my year. Obviously, listening to this podcast is going to help because we're going to be covering a lot of things right into 2023. If you're at home at the moment and you would like to to kind of get started, I actually recorded a podcast on my own podcast would like to meet I did a Christmas special it's two years ago on how to meet somebody and how to get started again and you know have a listen to that put it on get out walking um, and you know just clear your mind a little bit Um, but it's great tips on how to start dating again or how to press reset on your dating Lovely. Mairead, lovely. And something I, I like about the way you, you advise yourself, and this is not to be patronising, but, you know, it's very clear to me that you you do listen to a lot of people, you know, and you know their journey. And you do have to be gentle, don't you, with people? Yes, because, because although we're, you know, discussing it in this sort of way, I think we're both very acutely aware that it's a delicate journey and that it is difficult. But what we are saying is nothing changes until you change something. And yeah, and I thought we're enjoying being part of. Yeah, and I believe that everybody's doing their best. Everybody is doing their best on dating. You've come out of like lockdowns. Um, you know, if people would like to meet somebody, they're they're holding out to meet the right type of person and they they have made the effort for a lot of cases. So I think when you realize that everybody's doing their best and everybody is only human, and most people would just like to meet their someone special. It seems so basic. It really seems so simple. Mm. It genuinely isn't. So I do understand. But the happier you are in yourself, the more likely you are to meet someone who you can be happy with. Absolutely. And can I just say as well, right, if you were single, think of all that money you would have spent on buying someone else a present. So I, you know, anytime I've been single around Christmas, like... Spend that money on yourself. Yeah, (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. Buy yourself a fabulous present. So just go and I do it. I think you've been doing some of that, have you? Oh my God, Stephanie. <laughs> like my lovely red dress, my lipstick. <laughs> I bought myself three fabulous dresses in the last two weeks and I, I plan to know. wear them to death over Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> now Brilliant. look, so happy Christmas to everyone. Yes. And um, 
we really send you all good vibes in this in this time. And I've really, on the radio and otherwise, tried to get out that message to stop people asking those annoying questions. But yes. happy Christmas for me. And happy Christmas from me. And you know what? We look forward to the adventure with you in 2023. Um, Stephanie, we have some exciting things coming up in 2023. We're going to be doing our sessions with people, um, which people are more than welcome to book on our website, toughlove.ie. We're going to also be doing lots more podcasts. If you have any suggestions for podcasts, let us know, you know, what those suggestions are. Um, anything in particular whether you're married single widowed whatever it is just getting back into the dating game anything like that please just let us know 